Hello, loyal listeners of Two Peas in a Pod. Uh, this is Vivi here. Um, today, we are talking about the movie Little Women. So this is your spoiler alert. We talk about the movie literally so in-depth. It's ridiculous. Um, we get really vulnerable. So stick around to the end because it's super hot fire, boy. <laughs> I want to be famous. Okay. I want to be famous. <laughs> anyway, so this is this is our next episode of Two Peas and Pot. I'm Vivi. I'm Tessa. And I'm Lydia. And Lacey's here joining us, and she's painting her nails, but she's going to be very quiet. Hey, what up? <laughs> um, I'm going to stop eating my chocolate-covered pretzels now because... it's a good idea. I don't want to talk into the microphone my chocolate-covered pretzels. So today, the movie that we're going to be talking about is the... New, the newest Little Women. Yeah. yeah, the newest Little Women. So here's your spoiler alert ahead of time. If you haven't seen Little Women and it means a lot to you, you need a. You need to go see it. <laughs> B. You need to bring tissues. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller coaster of emotions, and also, if you don't know the story of Little Women. It's a good story. Well, so can I be honest? Go. I didn't know anything about it before. I knew it, nothing. I know that's why people need to see the movie because I think it's important. I think it's an important movie. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I remember like the book a little bit, but I don't like. I never. I don't think I ever read it. No. I've never even read or honest. I mean, I've heard of Little Women, but I don't know anything about it. And it was so you don't need to. You don't know need to. Yeah, know anything. you don't need to yeah. know anything. It was so good, but. It's more fun if you do, I think. Probably. Um, I think it's a little easier to follow if well, you know if you like the transitions between adulthood mm-hmm. and childhood are easier to follow yeah. if you know the yeah, story. Yeah, because that is different than the other adaptations mm-hmm. of this movie. Anyway, this movie, unlike most movies that we'll hopefully be talking about, I don't really know, in the future, Tessa and I were both obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I, Lydia. And mm-hmm. Lydia came. So it was Tessa, Lydia, and I went to go see it. What day was it? This was two days ago, I think. It was the day after Christmas. <coughs> no, it wasn't. It was Saturday. Saturday. So it was af- two days after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and I had already seen it with my mom, and I sobbed my eyes out, but then I saw it again because it was so good, and, and I don't do that. Yeah, Tessa, I often go see movies twice, and Tessa never goes to see a movie twice. I also don't super love movies. I mean, I love going to the movie theater and watching a movie, but... I'm always like, eh, that was all right. Like, I wasted $12. Mm-hmm. But that was so good. And you wanted to go again yeah, today. Yeah, I would love to go again to see it. Like, we're going to go see Jumanji later, and I've never even seen the first one. So. Uh, you're going to like Jumanji, though. It's funny. <laughs> I think, well, if you haven't seen the first one, that kind of sucks. Should I watch it? You no, th- we're talking about Little Women. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have an hour before we have to- No, we're talking about Little Women. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can't abandon ship right now. <laughs> that would be so funny. But you've already been a really active part of this podcast. I know. <laughs> you can't it's just leave. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. So we can, I guess we can just start with like general thoughts about the movie. Yeah. What's the important? <laughs> no, we can just let's, talk okay, about... Okay, let's do overall thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we have questions and a structure, and then we've already thrown the structure out the window. I got nervous. No. <laughs> it's okay. We can just talk about general okay, thoughts, and then we thoughts. can go through kind of the couple questions that we wanted great, to answer. Great, great, great. Okay, overall thoughts. Um, I think I've seen, I've seen the other versions of Little Women, like some of the older versions and they're good. Like Winona Ryder is Joe in the older little women. Um, 
Like, it's, like, not super old. But I think that this rendition of Little Women is just beautiful because I think it captures their whole lives really, really well. Like, it's not just, like, the beauty of childhood. It's also, like, how that coexists with the the trials of adulthood, which I think is what the book is, is supposed... Like, it, that's what the book is. is it's, like, mm-hmm. the transition from childhood into adulthood and how childhood influences adulthood. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I... I just I think I I really liked how it felt it felt super modern without being really modern mm-hmm. like it felt normal like it didn't feel like it was the 1800s Mm-mm. it just felt like it was like this wasn't my initial thoughts when watching the movie but I thought about it a lot afterward and I like really enjoy how it was like uh, it, I don't know, just, like, the human experience of life is just so, like, mm-hmm. just so relatable always. Like, it's always we're going through the same things all the time, mm-hmm. just diff- in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty cool. Um, I think not having seen anything, before, like, anything to do with it before, I'm pretty sad that Lori and Joe didn't end up together. Mm-hmm. It's pretty a big bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Lori. And um, there's one scene that I really liked in the beginning of the movie that I feel like was very, like, shrugged to the side. And it was the mom. So Marmy was walking home from um, that family that they took care of. I forget what they're called. Yeah. The The family that they took care of's house. Hummers. Humors? Hummels. Hummels. She was walking back and crying Mm -hmm. like just like had some tears coming down her face yeah and I was like that just like she's so empathetic Mm -hmm. and that like tells you a lot about her character without Mm -hmm. talking about her at all which was really cool and so I just think that that movie did that well all around like that's just like one specific moment but I think it was just I was telling this to Tessa too like you just felt so in, involved in their mm-hmm. lives. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like you would cry, like, five minutes into that movie because they, like, you just... You feel like you're, you're there with them. Yeah. 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 Like it, the movie was, like, a drama, a love story. Funny. Funny, like, sad. Mm-hmm. It was everything. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. And I honestly think that that's one of the most... Like, I think this movie really does beautifully capture like the domestic experience of just like real life you know what I mean like life inside of a household within a family where you're trying to figure out in the midst of chaos who you are what you want who you're going to be in relationship with Mm -hmm. and it's complicated like it's not I think I think something I really love about this movie is that I think the domestic sphere gets brushed off like being inside the household gets brushed off as just like the backdrop of real work that gets done, like work where you're like making money and you're out in the real world and all this stuff. But like, that is also a place where work is happening, like where relationships are being built and where you are trying actively to foster creativity and foster relationships with your family and figure out who you want to be and what you want to do. And so it's like, that is also so important. Mm-hmm. as a place of work and, like, figuring out your life. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think that's, like, a pretty good segue into, like, it's a story that keeps getting retold because just especially in the context of women, it's just, like, this, it just needs to be retold over and over again. Like, the mm-hmm. idea of, like, women in society mm-hmm. 
is still something that needs to be talked about and improved upon and Mm -hmm. shed light on. And so that was something that was really interesting about this movie too, is that it was just interesting how in the beginning of the movie when Emma Watson's character, Meg, when she was like, oh, like I'm so tired of being poor and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And, and then, but then she still chooses love anyway, which Mm -hmm. is super like powerful and interesting. And four sisters getting to choose different ways that they want to live their lives is something that's really cool about this movie too, is that in those times, like that's not a reality. I think mm-hmm. they're a very progressive family in mm-hmm. the 1800s, but because of that, they got the freedom to choose what kind of life they wanted to do. Like mm-hmm. they had a painter in the family, they had a writer in the family, mm-hmm. and then they had one girl who ended up being domesticated, but with like a poor husband. And like she chose was, that, yeah. Though. And yeah. he's also she like was a mom. Yeah, right? she, that was her. That she was got to she marry wanted. poor. Like that was a big deal. Is that he was poor? And mm-hmm. that's what like Joe said to her. Like, why would you want to? Like, why don't you just be alone and single and do your own thing? But she wanted to be married and have a family. That was mm-hmm. her. Dream. Every, everyone in the story had a different dream and it portrayed each of their dreams in a very it, it was very good but mm-hmm. that was Meg's yeah. she wanted yeah. to be a mom and she wanted to be married it felt like their home like in the home all of their ambitions were fostered really really well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like they yeah like it wasn't even that they were just allowed to do these things like they were encouraged mm-hmm. to like go be a painter and write a novel and like yeah marmy got like marmy gave joe all the space in the world to like stay up in the at like in the book it's like joe literally is described as having like fits where she would go days without eating and sleeping because she was writing and like that wasn't an, like it wasn't interrupted it was mm-hmm. like that's people would like her family would let her do that mm-hmm. so it's like that was fostered that passion was fostered really really well yeah. yeah super cool yeah meg is like the second mom is what i would assume like it, she yeah. feels like she's just like the second yeah. mom and then joe is like the rebel child and amy's like the evil little sister well Sorry. but it's so interesting because i think i think what's interesting about amy is she so wants to fit into a world that she doesn't actually belong to like she wants to be rich mm-hmm. yeah. and her family is poor she wants to be a, a member of high society mm-hmm. and and she achieves it like she achieves it by marrying Lori. like mm-hmm. she achieves it by going to europe with her grandmother and like yeah you know, practicing yeah. her sensibilities, I guess. I don't know how, you, whatever. Yeah. But it's like she still achieves that goal. Like, Joe achieves her goal of being a writer and mm-hmm. Meg well, achieves hers. Yeah, and that's like, that's that's Amy's dream is mm-hmm. to like, yeah, that's so interesting. And and then Beth, I think, is just like the glue. I think Beth mm-hmm. is the, plays a part of the glue. Mm-hmm. And then when she dies, they have to figure out kind of like how to go from there. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so I think that's super cool. I was also thinking about stuff with Amy because I was like, I can't stand her because she is the one that burned her sister's book. Mm -hmm. And she just like is always jealous of Joe the whole time and steals Europe from Joe. And then, but then when she has a scene with Lori Mm -hmm. in, in Europe and she talks about how women can't have anything and like how she can't have anything unless she's married to somebody Mm -hmm. who's wealthy Mm -hmm. i liked her more after her like little speech about 
How marriage is an economic prospect. Yeah. Well, it's, it was like everything. I think Lori was telling her to like sell her art. And she's like, as soon as I get married, that money is not mine. Yeah. yeah. Art is not mine. My kids are not mine. Nothing mm-hmm. is yeah. hers anymore. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Yeah. I also think that though, like that is an important part of the domestic story is like you're seeing women making these strategic decisions. It's like women are making strategic decisions about money like you were saying like it's like they're making strategic decisions about like okay i have this ambition but i also want to make money money and if i don't like i need to get married and who do i marry like it's like they Mm -hmm. are strategically operating as economic beings yeah and that's the thing is it's like this is a different kind of movie because you like normally those kinds of movies they just get married and it's Mm -hmm. like they're a wife Mm -hmm. but then this one is it's like they're getting married so that they can then have, yeah then be able to do what they need to do mm-hmm. and it's just like it's such a different perspective of like yeah being a provider rather than just being somebody who's provided for yeah and so that that was cool that was really really cool too yeah because I don't feel like it's not portrayed that women feel the pressure of that but yeah. it is real yeah. and that's why like Joe is very strong willed in the sense of like she's not gonna do that. But it's, like, super hard in reality to be that way. And that yeah. was what was cool and about is, her scene yeah. where she was, like, I'm lonely. And, that, like, this mm-hmm. is, like, a lonely life. And mm-hmm. yeah. she just wants to be loved. And even, like, she even had to, like, compromise herself. Like, she mm-hmm. had to compromise her writing in order to get money. Like, mm-hmm. she wasn't writing what she wanted to because she had to pay for yeah. her stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's fine with it because yeah. she was getting paid. Yeah. And it was her money. So that was cool. Yeah. And it's even, like, thinking about, like, <coughs> Amy, too, as a character. I'm like, she, Aunt Mark, Aunt, yeah, Aunt March, she puts the burden of taking care of her family financially on mm-hmm. her shoulder, like, yeah. on Amy's shoulder. She's like, you have to marry well because you're the one who's going to have to provide for your family when yeah, which they're is, old. <laughs> so it's like, even in, like, yeah, she's, she's the provider even if she's not the provider. Um, what is your favorite scene from the movie? Mm. I know mine. Go ahead. Yours? It's when Lori and Joe are dancing. Dang, that was my too. Such a good scene. It's so, it's so fun. And that's when he. That's when they just like first met. They became best friends, and mm-hmm. then it just goes up from there. It's I so, love it's that. a good. It's a good scene. Yeah. It's just it sets them up. It sets up their story really yes. well. They have such good chemistry. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh they do. God. They really do. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is when. Beth goes over to the Lawrence's house mm-hmm. and starts playing the, playing piano, the piano. And mm-hmm. Mr. Lawrence sits on on the um, stairs and cries. Mm-hmm. And you like kind of know what's going on, but mm-hmm. it's you just kind of guessing. And then you really know later when he's like talking about how she's just like his his daughter who passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that I didn't know like when the story started, you wouldn't guess that he would become. Such a big character. No. Like he really He's like the their, heart. Their of family the, mm-hmm. their families came together. It was just him and Lori in that huge house. Yeah. And yeah, he and invited them in. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Tessa when we were literally in the movie theater watching it, I was like, they're just so colorful. And they like mm-hmm. brought so much yeah. life into the house. Like imagine yeah. how long they had probably been neighbors. Yeah. And if Lori had never like met Joe. Met Joe. Yeah. Because I don't think that Mr. Lawrence would have put himself out there to invite. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're but also in two knew. different class statuses. He also too. knew, though, like he was like, one of who's the girl that plays piano? It's like yeah. he heard it, or yeah. it was like, who's the one? Like he yeah. knew that each of them had 
like something that they were passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, this is something too that was kind of like, you don't, you forget about it. I just remembered it. But in the movie, um, Joe is talking about meeting Lori and she's like, we should befriend them. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like the mindset of like, it felt, it felt like it was like they wanted to befriend them for a reason, like mm-hmm. a reason of like they could help them if needed and like that kind yeah. of stuff. But then it became like so genuine and mm-hmm. like real. Yeah. And so that was really cool too. I really, really liked that scene with the piano and it, I think it was just super emotional and good and mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite scene is when it's, it's like a, twofer they go into each other it's like when when marmy is like will you give the hummels your Mm. breakfast Mm -hmm. and then they like are tromping over and they're it's just like and then they walk into this dull sad house and it's like a whirlwind just happened like they just bring like that is the first thing i thought when i saw the movie for the first time i was like they are infusing joy and fun into this into this really really sad space and that's why I'm like I just I love them all as sisters because I'm like they are all their own unique people who Mm -hmm. love each other deeply and then it in like it just goes into other spaces when they're especially in their childhood I'm like and that's what's sad like that's what's sad about their adult lives is it's so different because they're not like this cohesive unit that's moving together Mm -hmm. as individuals a part of this team that is like like a family it's like a force of nature like they are a force of nature Mm -hmm. is there any different people that you guys think would have been casted who or who could have been a better Mm. i don't think anyone honestly i think that every every mm -hmm. single person on that cast they're also people that don't play in a lot of movies Uh, that are very popular yeah and they were all so amazing yeah. And just mesh so well together, like you said. I think that the stars aligned and like everybody yeah. was the perfect, like mm-hmm. everybody was perfect for mm-hmm. every role every that they role. played. I think they very carefully picked people, picked everything. I mean, not even just the like the people who were casted, but yeah, everything was so thoughtfully done. We were talking about how Sorsha, Sorsha. Sersha. Sersha was really perfect as Joe. But I think another character that I think was l- just perfect was Emma Watson as Meg. Mm. Like, yeah. she is just, she's, like, strong, but so soft at the same time. Yeah. And I think that portrays Meg really, really well. Like, mm-hmm. she is so insecure and in trying to figure her- herself out, but she is so soft and motherly and yet so firm in what she wants. And it's just, I think she was perfect. Like, I literally think that Emma Watson was the perfect person to play mm. Meg. Also, well, here's something. I think, hot take, I think that somebody else could have played Marmy. But mm. I think what Laura Dern did with it was really cool. Joe had to be played by Sersha. Like, right. that was not a question, yeah. right? And also, I think Timothy Chalamet playing Laurie is oh the my perfect gosh. character. I don't even know who he is, and he was the perfect person for that character. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone else. I feel like Meryl Streep could have been Marmy, yeah. too. Mm. Like, I feel like they could have been switched, and it would have been fine. But I really, I think Laura Dern is a very warm person. Yeah. Yeah, I like what she did with it. I yeah. think, I do think some, like, it, I think somebody else could have done it and done it a different way, mm. and it would have been fine. But I think she's still really great. I just am still so convinced. I think Marmy is such a, it's such a particular role because it could be done so well or so poorly. Like, it could mm-hmm. be, like, 
she's a preachy mom who's telling her kids, you know, what to do better. But I think she's just, she, she is also a very loving character. So I think you have to navigate that carefully where it's like, mm-hmm. how do you, like, she like just plays a mother really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so, yeah. Um, but I also agree. I think any, I yeah, think I another think, person could have done it, but I think she did it really well. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, and the dad was like barely there. So I think mm-hmm. he, somebody else could have done it too, yeah. but it was yeah. cool. I think it was like a, I think it was fun because it was such an all-star cast and mm-hmm. then, but then like everybody was like, okay, I'll take a little bit lesser of a role Yeah, because it's Joe's show. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's Saoirse Ronan's like movie Yeah, and everyone was okay having lesser of a part, but yeah. it was still a part of it. See, I almost think, you know, what's interesting. I think it is Saoirse's movie 100%, but I think the three the three main characters are definitely Lori, Amy, and Joe. Yeah. Like, it's their yep. story, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, it's the, the love triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Any other thoughts that you guys had? Um, ooh, something I did want to talk about was... I want to talk about Joe and Lori really bad. Okay. I love them so much. Yeah. And I'm so sad about them not ending up together. I know. But I think... I think... Uh, I think Lori would have stifled her, honestly. Like, I think the the French professor. I think he... I think if Joe had ended up with Lori, she would have been stuck in this nostalgic past rather than grow into her full potential. And I think the professor, like, him being like, your stories aren't that good. Like, your stories aren't that good, and I want to do something with my life. And I, I think that you're talented and you should do something with yours. Like, I think that that just propels her from this sad nostalgia into being like, okay, I can, like I can, I can, yeah, I can do my writing and it can be great. And yeah, I guess so. I think I agree. I think that they didn't, I think I have a really big problem with Amy and Lori, like yeah. a really, really big problem. Like I just don't, I, it was just hard to believe. Like I'm like, mm, you don't yeah. just like, you don't he just loved Joe yeah. so much. He like that scene with when they're in the field and yeah. he was professing. It's, awful. it's amazing. It's like, gut wrenching. And he's like, I don't care. I love you. I don't care. I love you. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, and I just, I'm like, I don't understand how you go from that to just like being in love with her sister. Like yeah. they, I think that's something about the movie, this movie that wasn't, I just didn't believe it. Like I don't believe that their their characters like each other. Well, I don't know though because it's like when he saw her in Europe, he was like, "Whoa!" Oh gosh, like he's yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" And it's you're months beautiful. later. Like it's like months it's later. So I think it might be like a year. It's, yeah, years. it's a long time later. And well, I mean, in their time, a month is like you yeah. know nothing. But yeah, so. and you can tell once yeah. he realized that he like wants to be around her. And, then and I think she's like, very honest with loved him. You. Yeah, it's like he never he never got to notice her because he was so infatuated with Joe. Yeah, I guess that's mm. fair. That is fair. But I think that they could have sold it better. I just yeah. like don't. I don't feel like there was enough between. Like, had not reading anything or knowing anything about it yeah. before, I don't know the background of, like, the fact that they are in, like, that yes. Amy's even into him. Mm-hmm. Until the beach scene and you see her drawing, drawing him. Drawing him. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. And, well, for me, at least. I was like, what? And Well, in the book, she like, it doesn't really allude to her being into him at all. Yeah, that's what's so confusing. I'm like, 
But then I'm yeah, sure but that they in go the deeper. beginning of the movie, she's like, "Hi, I'm Amy." When he comes into the house, like, mm-hmm. like she's so romantic because he's Italian mm-hmm. or whatever. She yeah. like goes out of her way to introduce herself, yeah. and she also did that with Fred, though. Yeah, and that's where it's like I just don't. Maybe that's just Amy's personality, but yeah, I think I would have liked it more had I seen them more yeah, yeah. like but, build up more of a yeah, connection but they, and but then when you flash forward to europe like in their adulthood like they do interact quite a bit yeah so it's just like i don't know may, i just maybe just really don't like it so that's my i mean it's fair i also think something about this movie that i loved and we talked about this i every character is so painfully honest mm-hmm. like amy talking to Lori about his life going downhill is painfully honest because she's like, you're not doing any work. You are wasting your talent. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then Joe saying no to Lori, she's like, I I can't give you a whole yes and we would kill each other. So I'm not going to say yes at all. And she like really cares about him through that. Like Mm -hmm. she like, she's like, you're going to thank me. Yeah, later. and like I'm proud of you. And yeah, I think and then you're she great. and then she he ends up thanking her. Like yeah. she's he was like, you're right, you were right, and I love her differently than I love you. And, mm-hmm. and but it, Saoirse Ronan did a really good job with this role of like you could feel how hard it was oh, to like yeah. be okay with it. Yeah, you could see her feeling all of the things, mm-hmm. like feeling like okay, like this is good. It hurts so bad. But I'm so excited for and my sister. And it's because she's lonely. And she mm-hmm. said, she's like, I want to be loved because I'm lonely. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that hurts. <laughs> like, that just yeah. sucks. So yeah. She's talking to Marmy, and she was like, her, Marmy was like, are you in love with him? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, it's better to be loved than to be in love, I think. And mm-hmm. and and then that's obviously not true. Like, yeah. it's not true. Well, it also just sucks because in, in the book, at least, like, in the book, Meg and Amy are like a little pair and Beth and Joe are a little pair. Like, they're the ones that connect better. And so it's like her person had just died. Like, the person that she loved most in the entire world had just died. And she's all by herself. And she's been in New York, and she's selling herself short. Mm-hmm. And well, it's and like, then Lori was her other person. Yeah. And he's gone. And he's gone. Yeah. And he's chosen someone else. Mm-hmm. But I do like, I do, whether or not I was with Joe or with Amy, I'm thankful that he was. he's in that family. Mm-hmm. That was what was cool. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he's at least a part of the March family. Mm-hmm. I have a good question. Okay. Okay. What do you feel like like theme hits you? Like resonates with you, specifically? Specifically? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can think about it for a second. This is uh, we're getting a little deep. <laughs> I think. I don't think I want to share this on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I know me neither. You're asking me to be really vulnerable. (laughs) Okay, well, you don't have to be, but I think it's important. Joe's whole um, journey through the sadness of nostalgia Mm. is so hard to watch because you're like, oh, my God, I, I felt that where it's like the things that I thought my life was founded on are shakier than I thought, and I need to find my own truth in the midst of of things not being the way they once were, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So that's just hard where you're like, oh my God, you've, you're, uh, your whole, the rosy, the rose colored life that you had is not rose colored anymore. So mm-hmm. what are you, like, what are you doing in it? Yeah. Like, how are you going to reconcile that? I was just really vulnerable. So go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think, I think something that's, that I feel like really hit with me 
and that I didn't realize until like later thinking about it, like the idea of success. I'm like really afraid of not being successful. Mm. And I think that this movie hits that in a lot of different ways. Like there's, I mean, obviously money is the main way that you're meant to be successful is what is like portrayed in the movie. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like love, family and like career success. Like, I think that was like, I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want to like, and I feel like, when I'm lying, believing lies about myself, I think that I'm not succeeding in any of those things. Mm. And so I think that that's like really hard. I don't know. I'm like, I'm sad because I don't feel as ambitious as these people in this Mm. movie. You know, I Mm. think that that was something that made me sad is it was really cool to watch them be so ambitious and dream big. But I feel like things that I do are really safe a lot of the time. And I don't feel like that's my life. Like Mm. someone on Instagram was like, oh, like watching Little Women made me so excited to be a woman. And I was like, I feel like I'm not doing a good job at Mm. being a woman. Like, I feel like I'm not doing Mm. a good job at like, fostering ambition yeah Yeah. and I think that that's not true about me Mm -mm. but I think I believe the lie of like what am I what am I doing and like I just wish I could be a kid like be a kid again and not have to worry about it and yeah so I think that that's something for me is like I'm like I just feel like I'm doing a bad job at being like an ambitious what this movie says woman is and good things about a woman is. And so, because I'm like, ah, like love is not easy and Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Just like all those kind of things of this also, it just feels kind of like this is a dream. The movie is, it's painfully real, but then also it's like, it's like fantasy. Like, it's like, I wish, like you wish that, you know? Well, I would say, I would argue that you being on Young Life staff is a highly ambitious thing. Like, it's you it's you stepping into a larger role in something that you're passionate about yeah. and not making very much money, but doing it because it's like, that is, that is what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. That's what Joe, like, that's what Joe does. Yeah. Joe goes and she becomes a teacher and a writer because she feels like that's what she's supposed to be doing. And she's not making very much money, but she's ambitiously following it because she's yeah. passionate about it. Yeah. I think that's what you do. I guess you're right. No one else is on student staff right now because <laughs> you're the one that has done it. You're the one ha- that has yeah. spearheaded the movement of people being like, oh, I could, I could be on summer st- or not summer staff, <laughs> student <laughs> I could staff. I too. Staff, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like mine is kind of like a little bit of both of yours. Like the, the way that they're so ambitious, I feel like I'm like a little bit kind of like what you're feeling like, I don't have any of that ambition, I feel like. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like yes, I'm working and I'm, like, doing a job that is hard and, like, and making money and doing what is right in the world's eyes, but it feels so insignificant mm-hmm. to me. Um, and then I also kind of, the way that Joe, like, her whole life feels like, like, oh, I don't need somebody. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I am, like, a little bit like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't need anyone. But then when I'm like, oh, but I'm lonely. But it's like, I, I don't need anybody. Like, I'm kind of content being alone. Mm-hmm. But when it comes, I, down, when it comes to down to it, it's like, oh, but everyone else is not alone. And, like, yeah. That's sad. And, like, the way that she, like, presented it to Meg was, like, come on, like, we can do this. Like, it'll be just you and I. And it's, like, uh, that's what I want to do. Like, oh, it can just be, like, Tessa and I or, like, Christina and I. But, or Vivi and I. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but, no, like, that's not what 
Meg's passion or ambition was she wanted to be married and have a family and yeah, be with a man and yeah. So mm. for Joe, I think that was she very calculated. Like she was willing to, she was willing to compromise. Yes. Well, I think it took her so long to realize. Mm-hmm. Like I think she thought if she had a if she was dating someone she would lose mm-hmm. her ambition mm-hmm. and her drive. So she compromised that for so, so long. She comp- yeah, she compromised it for so long. But then I think she finally realized, like, I can do this with them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and even, like, in the in the idea of her book. Like, yeah. her letting, like, Joe be with somebody in the end of the book. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, a... That was a compromise. Yeah. Of, and, like, but then compromising isn't bad all the time. Like... Mm-hmm. That and oh, I was thinking about okay. I think that this is in some Avenger movie. And it's about um, Peggy Carter, and she's the one who like Captain is in America, love with Captain America. Yeah. Yes, and oh, I know exactly what movie it's from. It's from Captain America: Civil War, and it's when Peggy Carter dies. Spoiler alert! And um, <laughs> should have said that before. It's okay. And um, her niece, who also makes out with Captain America, which is Disgusting. just gross. Yeah. Whatever. And her niece. Ew. I know. I'm well, sorry. Can't. I can't. That's he's, so gross. He needs to do what he's going to do. That's so gross. Anyway, she's like, I asked my Aunt Peggy, like, how, like, she made it, like, in a world that was kind of against her and, like, against women. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I forget the exact quote, but it was like, compromise where you can and don't where you can't or something yeah. like that. And it was like, that is cool. Cause Joe was learning like that sometimes compromising is good. Like, isn't a bad thing, yeah. but then don't, don't lose who you are. And yeah. like kind of, and so don't that compromise what's important. Yeah. So like don't cool. settle down if you're going to lose your writing. Like don't settle down mm-hmm. if you're going to lose your passion. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we don't know if she didn't, yeah. but like in the book, Joe does, but that doesn't have to be the way that, she, like, Louisa May yeah. doesn't have to be the way she lives her life. Like, right. that's just a, it's a book. It's a work of fiction. Like, and ultimately, Joe didn't. She started that school. I'm like, yeah, she did not lose passion for what she wanted to do at no. all. She just, like, got married and her husband did it with her. Yeah. Exactly. No, this was a good movie. This is a, it's, like, pa- I think it's, it's also powerful. It's also it's fun. Movie. It's also funny because, like, n- the idea of the, the podcast is, like, for us to kind of, like, go back and forth about, mm-hmm. like, what we like and dislike. But I feel like we both really liked. Like, I really. have nothing that I dislike. No. Yeah. And, but, like, we all feel the same about it, yeah. which is fun. So we're just building. We're yeah. not, we're not. We're not, like, arguing we're or building. debating. We're yeah. just being like, I love it, too. <laughs> which I think is good. Yeah, I think We're seeing fun. our, we're loving it from all different angles. Yeah, uh-huh, which is good. So, rating this movie, I think it's 11 out of 10. Everyone should see it. Cry your eyes out. Enjoy life a little bit more. It's one of those movies, it's, I, I really am like, it's like an about time where it's like afterwards you like appreciate your life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thankful for my sisters and then my, my friends that I live with right now. Mm-hmm. Love. It makes me sad that I don't have sisters. I just have stinky yeah. brothers. I just have a brother. I have three sisters. Mm. Oh, you. Which one do you think I am? Yeah. Out of my sisters? For sure. Emily is Meg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tina. Tina is Amy. Amy, (laughs) for sure. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Elizabeth and I. Elizabeth. Wait, who's left? Beth? Mm -hmm. Oh. Huh. (laughs) It works. I would be so sad if Elizabeth died. Well, she's not She is kind of the glue. 
too. It just does make sense. Yeah. Mm. I think you're definitely Joe. I think Tina is definitely Amy. <laughs> we love Amy. <laughs> we love Amy. <laughs> I think Emily is definitely Meg. Definitely. Definitely. Sorry for people who don't know my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do, though, because the, the characters we're relating them to. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we out? Yeah, we out. Okay. We're going to go see Jumanji 2, the next level. Okay, ready? Okay. Am I cute? A little bit.